0: Marxist things and everything else that they're doing. They're tagging this federal building. The president is uh, under oath to protect us against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And this is a domestic enemy that's within our borders. That's attacking a federal building. He has every right and, indeed, obligation as president of the United States to quell any uprising inside of this country and any attack on a federal Uh, facility my friend judge anna Napolitano has it wrong he said the president is doing what he's doing is illegal and wrong and no sir uh judge it's it's exactly what a president is supposed to do
1: It, it certainly is you know and look he gave the the mayors of these towns plenty of time and opportunity to take care of it themselves he's only just now doing this really as far as he's going to have to start moving in, this has been going on for in Portland like 54 days. Yep, something something ridiculous like that. Yep. So you know, I, first off, is it legal? His legal responsibility? Well, hell yeah. If this isn't a domestic threat, I don't know what would be. <laughs> you know, I, it, right. it's right there in front of your face. Private and federal property being destroyed. Police officers being attacked. They're they're taking bottles with frozen water in them. Which is like lunging, you know, a rocket at a cop's head, and they're just flinging these things at the cops.
0: They did that here too, by the way. Yeah,
1: but, you know, I mean, it, 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 what else? Anybody questioning the president on what he's about to do and what he is doing and is doing in Portland is is completely either a, a total moron or they just hate Trump so much it doesn't matter what he does. Well, he's got to move. He's got to do something. It's it's out gotta of control, man
0: yeah and you know when you look at this uh it's not like he, he i would be opposed to him just sending guys out on the street to arrest political enemies right. bring these false charges against people for allegedly doing things that they didn't do and then lock them up because they are a political enemy you see that's not what he's doing that's however what was done to people like paul manafort what was attempted on right. general flynn what oh, was yeah. done to roger stone on down the line those were political enemies that were locked up and the key was being thrown away on them because they were political enemies uh, as they were associates of the president Uh, the other side see again just like we talked about many times before as the other side is complaining about something that he's doing they're actually doing it or have done it
1: (laughs) it's 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 it's, i mean it's a standard now for democrats It's a theme. It's a motif. Yeah, <laughs> a motif. They, you know, whatever they accuse somebody else of doing, they're the ones stinking doing it. Yeah. You know, the fools. You know, it's, a, it's like, we're not that stupid, man.
0: <laughs> well.
1: And, and, you know, it's like importantly where he blames the feds on everything that's going on. And, hey, get out of here, but clean up the graffiti before you go. It's like, you know what, dude? I can't say it on the radio.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Your right.
1: town is being destroyed. What about the people who live in these neighborhoods? Does exactly. anybody give a crap about them? They don't. Who can't leave their homes or they can't go nope. to work? Nobody cares about them. The great Democratic leadership
0: doesn't care about them. Uh, $30 million in damage to those businesses around there. Does anybody care about those businesses being burned nope. and having their windows busted out? Obviously, nope. no, nobody on the left because it supports their Marxist movement. Right. That's why. It's just stuff.
1: It's just stuff, man. Yeah. What stuff does yeah. it? It's just a business. It's not people's lives. You know they're so full of crap, and frankly, it's sick. It's <laughs> sick. I mean, is, is, is it not? Is if it, you're the mayor of, talent, of that. Yeah. Yep. is it not sick to allow a bunch of thugs and punks to completely terrorize an entire neighborhood, several neighborhoods of your town? You know, oh. and and do violence. is it but, there some because you want something political to happen?
0: But they all, but they did come out yesterday and they said, we want to talk with you. So please, can we have a moratorium on the violence so we can talk? We know you have complaints and we know Ugh. you really want to talk about something and get it off your chest so that you feel better. So if you'll stop burning the buildings and if you'll stop looting the businesses Ugh. and you'll stop beating up on the police officers. Then, okay, we can talk, okay? We want to talk. Let's talk. It's, like coming, up,
1: it's like coming up on a brown bear in the woods, and he's about to rip your throat out, and you're like, hey, wait. Hey, let's talk wait, about this for a second. Just, let's, now, let's just de-escalate discuss. here. Just bear doesn't this, care. He's going to rip your throat out. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, and that's the <laughs> way the talk Marxists are. Yeah, you the can't, can't talk to them.
0: You can't. They, they're not interested in talking. They're interested in destruction because that's the chaos that brings about a revolution. I hope that people are waking up to this. I really do, man. I, I just hope that people are now finally starting to see what's going on. Again,
1: I tell you, and I know Riccardi's saying this a lot, and you and I have said this a lot, that when it comes down to voting day, when it comes to election day, people are seeing this. They are they hope are so. absolutely seeing this. They're seeing it online, yep. on social media. Uh, you know they're not seeing it on CNN or MSNBC or the networks, or any of those guys. But they're they're seeing it on Fox and they're seeing it online, uh, especially online because the videos are all over social media. Okay, election day rolls around. They up until the moment they push that button, they may say to people and their family members they're voting for Biden, and they ain't gonna do it.
0: Well, they're vote you know for what? Trump
1: because nobody
0: wants to live in that. <laughs> It, and, and this is exactly how I want it to happen. I don't want, uh, you know, we can be the lone voices in the wilderness crying about this right now. I, I want it to be calm and cool as far as the response. And on Election Day, the vote be so overwhelming. Yeah. The, the, you know, all across this country be so overwhelming against the socialist Marxist communists who are undergirding the Biden campaign and try to take over our country that it is just that there's no question, no doubt in anybody's right. mind. About this red wave that just rolls across the country. That's exactly what we need to have happen, or else we lose it all. That's, what, got, that's, yeah. that's what's at stake. But
1: you're, you're right, it, you, it, and it's got to be a, a huge margin, preferably. Yeah, the bigger oh, yeah. the margin, the more uh, obvious the mandate and and rejection of of the the socialist state. You know, and because uh, you're right, this is the biggie. Every election cycle rolls around. Every talk show host in America says, well, this is the most important. But
0: this one really, really, (laughs) (laughs) Look at it. Look at what's happening in our country. (laughs) We're losing the the United States of America. We're losing it to the anarchists. We'll be right back. More Warren Ryman coming right up here on KTSA. So a big story on uh, KSAT today, as a matter of fact. And it's pretty interesting if you want to check it out. San Antonio psychologist predicts increasing uh, in suicidal thinking as the pandemic increases. And and talks about what people destroy that people are under right now. And as this continues on, there's depression, there's anxiety, there's social isolation, there's money issues that come out of this. There's a feeling like being a burden to other people. Alcohol and substance abuse is skyrocketing right now. And all these things that are going on, according to these psychologists and what they're seeing in the numbers, and it's not good news. It's not good news at all. Your friends over at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, though, they can help you get through everything that you're experiencing and everything you're dealing with, whether it's any of that Or broken heart syndrome, which is a real thing as well. Cleveland Clinic finding out that psychological, social, and economic stress related to this are associated with the increase in broken heart syndrome. At Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, they have real answers. And here's the thing. You can do your treatment online now. They have Zoom technology, so you can do it from the comfort of your own home online with your friends at Laurel Ridge. Call them today for a no-cost assessment at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. The phone number is 210 491 Thirty-five, ninety-one. Well, the AccuWeather forecast is looking more promising for some rain in San Antonio. We just don't need too much all at one time. Today is Tuesday, July twenty-first. It's going to be partly sunny today. Shower, thunderstorm around this afternoon. High of ninety-four. Shower, thunderstorm around tonight. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow, and a thunderstorm in a few spots in the afternoon. High of ninety-five. Dries out a little bit Thursday and Friday. The weekend has the potential to be really wet, though. We'll keep you updated. 721, Warren Rima, KTSA. So what's what's on your mind this morning, Mr. Rima? Uh, you know, I don't know.
1: I know you're a big Tucker Carlson fan. And, uh, yes, sir. Uh, did you see him last night at the end of the I show? I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. even know. Uh, Tucker Carlson, for those of you who missed it last night, uh, at the very end of his show last night, he said, you know, I don't like to talk about myself. It's one of our rules around here is I don't talk about me on the air. It's because this isn't about me, right. but I have to today. And he referenced an upcoming New York Times story that is going to show or reveal in the story where he and his wife and his kids live. Yep. And uh, I was unaware of this because I, I didn't really start following Tucker, you know, every night until just a little while ago. Uh, that this has already happened to him when he lived in sure New York right. That he uh, his house, his home address was published.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they had Antifa screwheads uh, show up, and they wouldn't go away. It was night after night after night. They were vandalizing his home. His wife was hiding in the closet. Calling. They tried to get 1-1. inside. They tried to get inside.
0: It's correct. It was two years he, ago, it was big. It was he, it was a huge story two years
1: ago. Yeah. He ended up moving. He ended up moving. Yeah. Uh, and now to. he's he's saying, you know, he even said he called the New York Times. He said there's no journalistic reason to reveal where i live i haven't broken any Well, let's lawns. let's explore that
0: for a you know. minute let's let's explore that for a minute what would be a journalistic reason what what story could the new york times possibly be doing that would justify printing the address of tucker carlson there is no none. story there is no none. context there is no story. none the only thing you
1: could ever claim is you could say it's what intimidation town he lived in if he was actually a part of a story of some
0: kind which that, this but, but is not. yeah but see it, it's even that doesn't matter that's exactly yeah. what this is they're trying to intimidate him and um and, and here's his response uh, you know w- what he should say to the new york times first of all one hair on any family member's head gets harmed, I'm gonna sue your ass for everything you got. That's the first thing. Second thing is I'm liable to come over to desk at you, okay? And and my my advice to Tucker, if he I'm sure he already is armed and protected and all that kind of stuff after what they uh, just went through, but if he's not, get armed, get get some great security advice from somebody, get some training, and and be willing to use it. As we saw in St. Louis, these people will tear down a gate and come into your own property and threaten to kill you and kill your dog and burn your house down. That's exactly what happened to the McCloskeys. And now they're attempting to do that with him. And if the New York Times does this, he ought to sue them and own the New York Times.
1: Take it guess, away. It's, just, it's, it's, it's tragically funny to me that the left are so insecure in their own beliefs and their own agenda That they have to, that they feel the need to resort to this stuff over and over and over again. They are the party of the death threat.
0: They are the party
1: of the vandals. They are the party of the violence. And if they don't like something you say, they will come to your home and they will kick your freaking door in. And if they'll do it to Tucker, they'll do it to, they'll do it to all of us. You you and I, it, it doesn't
0: matter. He'll That's why the anybody. McCloskeys are right, and that Soros-backed DA up in St. Louis is wrong for filing charges against the McCloskeys. That's why the AG in Missouri is right to step into this case and get it uh, dismissed immediately. That's why the governor of Missouri is right to say he'll pardon them if anything happens to them legally. Uh, the, the, you know, you, you have a right to protect your family and your domicile. And period, full stop. It's it's a natural right. In fact, he addressed that last night with the McCloskeys Mm -hmm. who were on the show. He said, you have a natural right to protect your life and your property.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, they're going to go on the wrong lawn sometime. They're going to step on the Mm -hmm. wrong damn lawn one day. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I keep yeah, warning no, them. I keep telling I, it's them that. like I, think, I look. I have, a simple, I have a simple rule. I mean, I, I, we're just sort of getting to know our neighbors now, but it's like I don't care what the hell happens as long as it ain't on my property.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I
1: pay too well, much for this damn place.
0: There, <laughs> there are all kinds of mine. things
1: in this house that I love, and you put one toenail on my lawn.
0: Uh-uh. Well, there's all kinds so. of of, of um, minefields out there, and I'm glad Tucker spoke up. Yeah. Because I would hate for him to have been silent about this, not say anything about it, and something happened, and then him retroactively say, well, I contacted the New York Times. I'm glad he's saying it now, yeah. because now he has an entire nation behind him and watching this very closely. And if anything happens, it's the New York Times' fault. It's right on the New York Times Absolutely. for Absolutely. If they publish his address, and, and for, because there is no reason, none whatsoever, no no story could 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 justify the publishing of his address. And let's be honest with us: if you want somebody's address bad enough, you can get it. Oh, okay, yeah. period. You can get Online, it if you want it bad enough. Fifteen sure. minutes. It, yeah, you got Five all kinds minutes. of ways of getting it. But uh, but the New York Times does not need to be a part of aiding and abetting any kind of criminal activity or any kind of violent uh, threat that could be made toward Tucker Carlson or his family. They know the history. They know what's yeah, happened. Right.
1: I like the way he said at the end. Of, well, two things. First off, he said, you know, we know where you live, too. I could find out where the entire staff of the New York Times lives uh, in their homes, but we would never do that because that's not who of course we are. Not. And the no. thing I like about Tucker is, you know what, he ain't going to back down. He's not going to stop. That guy's not going to stop. And that inspires guys like me to not stop. Because you know what? The instant we stop, the instant we're silenced, it's over. Of course it is. Free speech is over, free press is over. Uh, there's so many who's involved in
0: that you know, That's, that's it, what they, they want, though. Of they don't it want is. guys like Tucker on the air because Tucker is a threat to their narrative. Didn't we right. just have a, that conversation just a couple of days ago about how the New York Times and others they have a narrative? And the truth be damned. Oh, yeah. The only thing that matters to them is to massage the story to fit into their narrative. And that's why Barry Weiss left. She wrote a letter about that. Her resignation letter was all about how they have a preconceived. Narrative that they are talking to the American people about. That's what has happened as these Marxists have moved into education and media across this country. Yep. It's their narrative. It's their propaganda that they want to put out. And Tucker is not part of that. And he will not be a part of that.
1: Period. Nope, full stop. He will not. He is that kind of guy. I bet he had a. I bet he had a confab with his family saying, "Look, this is what I do for a living. You know, I can't stop. I have to keep doing this. I have to keep speaking truth to these idiots." Yep. Uh, if nothing else, to let other people know they're not alone. Because right. you're not going to speak any logic to people that want to you know, dox you in the, in the New York Times.
0: Oh, of course not.
1: But it's to let the rest of us know, hey, this is a bunch of crap.
0: <laughs> this is what's right. going on. These are who
1: these people well, are. Well, good for him.
0: Good, good for him. him. And I, I admire encourage him. people, if you want to know the truth, folks, you need to watch him. He's on at 7 o'clock, our time, on Fox News. Back in just a minute, more Where and Run... San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Even as we continue to fight the healthcare battle, cautious reopenings will need to proceed in ways that are as smart, safe, and data driven as possible. All right, that is Mitch McConnell at 736. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA, thank you for listening. Roy Den Hollander. This is just weird. Okay, so um, according to authorities, he gets in a FedEx uniform and goes over to the house of this judge, Esther Salas in New Jersey who had just been coincidentally assigned a part of the Jeffrey Epstein trial case. I don't know what part, right. but a, a part. Right. He shows up over there allegedly, rings the doorbell, the son answers the door, and he blows the son away, and there's the the father, and he blows the fa- shoots the father and wounds him, apparently. Right. And then he goes off somewhere and caps himself and wrote this, you know, what they're calling a manifesto where he refers to, living under feminazi rule. Anyway, uh, that's a term, if you remember, that uh, Limbaugh uh, kind of coined back in the 80s when he was talking about Hillary Clinton back in the 80s. He he used to talk about feminazis and all of that kind of stuff. And and specifically talking about her, when she tried to take over health care back then, he was referring to her when he would talk about feminazis. But anyway, this guy wrote something about not wanting to live under feminazi rule anymore. It's just odd. You know, every time something like this happens, it's just really weird. Just really
1: weird. And it gets weirder. He was a men's rights lawyer, so I'm assuming that means he would get into custody fights with exes over you know who gets the kid and stuff like that. And, and uh, uh, his enemies apparently were women. He had a picture of another judge, I think, a, a female judge. Uh, and some he, he posted online that he had so many enemies. You know, that he he was diagnosed with cancer, so he had a a, a bad diagnosis with cancer. <laughs> And the, the theory thus far is that he had only so much time left, so he wanted to pop all his enemies. And, I, you know, I read that part of it, and I, it was just sad to me that you would have limited time on Earth to finish out your, your time here. And and maybe this is a sign of the times, but the, but the, the choice you make is to do violence and death dealing to your enemies. You know what a waste! What a horrible waste well, of whatever time yeah, he had and, and left, th- and then he ends up popping himself. You know, I mean, what?
0: I, right? And see that, see all of that. All of that's just fine. I understand that as the story goes, and that is the story. The, the thing that just hangs over my head is the Epstein connection, and then he pu- kills himself. That always just—I always <laughs> look at that and go, "Huh? Well, now that's yeah. interesting, isn't it?" you know I guess if then, she was then there's that like part of it
1: the bank account part of this and that she, I I think it was about the financial end of the Epstein thing so i don't yeah. know maybe there's a tie in somehow i mean
0: yeah, it's hard. I don't to know. Say, I, I don't know, you know that there, It's such a weird I, I don't know, story. and I, I'm not saying that there is, but what I am saying is, is that it, you, you know, when you're talking about this Epstein, I I, you, I cannot. You're going to have to really do some work to convince me that he killed himself. Okay, that's oh, the first yeah. thing. That, come on, you're right. right. And you're really going to have to do some serious work to try to convince me that Ghislaine uh, Maxwell is not in serious jeopardy right now, and right. Uh, and 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 could suffer the same uh, fate, and that as this story and this case continues to develop and people die around this case, I, you know, I just you know, you just have just a huge question mark comes over your head, I think. I, I, I think it, it's legitimate. I don't think it's a conspiracy oh, I thing either. to think that. I think it's legitimate to go, huh, somebody else around this case off themselves? Mm, interesting.
1: Interesting, and plus it could have been, you know, people this powerful that we, we don't know their names specifically but we know we're in that orbit, in that world of Jeffrey Epstein, certainly would be people who would be capable of saying to a guy like this, you know what, uh, hmm. we'll take care of your family for the rest of their lives or we'll give your family so much money or, we'll, you know, whatever. Uh, if you'll uh, – we know you have a problem with this judge. Your you time I mean? is short anyway. Your time yep. is short mm-hmm. anyway. Why don't you do something and then we'll take care of your family for the rest of their lives. I mean, that's a mafia Could move, happen. but this is sort of a mafia, mafia type <laughs> pyramid organization. You know what I
0: mean? If you wake up and there's a horse's head in your bed, you'll know why. Right. Uh Kim <laughs> Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. So we're going to uh, we're going to talk turkey and tweets when we come back after the break because <laughs> because he said, and we'll tell you who he is, if I get locked up like Mandela, y'all know why. <laughs> okay. Whoa. We'll take your word. That's so coming right back there. with more wearing. <laughs> Wearing RIMO on KTSA. Hey, at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC. You get instant service. That's the way they've always done business there, and that's the way they always will do business. My friends at Quarter Moon will be there for you, morning, noon, night, middle of the night. It doesn't matter. Weekends, you know, holiday doesn't matter. They know that you know plumbing issues or AC issues happen all the time, and they don't do the, you know they don't they don't necessarily break down between nine and five. So they're always there at Quarter Moon at two ten six five one five eight nine nine two ten six five one five eight nine nine to respond to you and gets you cooling again or if it's plumbing uh, emergency and you got water or something else flowing out throughout the house you need to make sure you get somebody the good guys at quarter moon on the job instantly again the phone number and that, what i recommend is you just put it in your phone so you always have it at hand 210-651-5899 that's quartermoon.com the houston health department today is reporting uh, 884 Uh, new cases of COVID-19, bringing Houston's total count down to 36,985. Well, that's Sylvester Turner over in Houston. He's been a failure at this. Ron Nirenberg's been a failure. So has the county judge a failure at dealing with this crisis. By the way, speaking of Houston and Galveston and all that, they're getting hammered with a lot of rain and lightning and stuff like that, and wind right now. So if you're headed that direction either by car or by airplane, be very careful. Check ahead if you're going over there in a plane. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. If I get locked up like Mandela, then y'all know why. And Chris, Chris, don't play with me. You're not allowed to be around my children. Y'all try to lock me up. Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me, and I put my life um, on oh my God with, with Norse Mom, would never photograph her doing Playboy, and that's on God. <laughs> I'm at the ranch. Come get me. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Chris, this ye, you, 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 you ready to talk now? You're still ignoring ye. my calls. Kim was Kim was trying oh, to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. That's uh, Kanye's tweet storm from yesterday. Whoa!
1: <laughs> yeah. It would be fun to be him for just one day. Like I think. Oh, like I don't to be know about that. One day, you know, and then not then interested. I go back to being me the next day. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, I don't know if he's crazy, crazy or crazy bipolar. like a fox. You know, I think he's a little bit of both. Bipolar. Uh, He's bipolar, perhaps. You know, we said he sounds like he's on the upswing there. Yeah. But you know, Tucker pointed out something interesting though about his original uh, appearance in with North South Carolina on Sunday. Yeah. That you know he said some pretty interesting things about abortion, about drug use. Of course about he did. Pornography, and uh-huh. none of that got reported. Oh, Just no. the crazy crap got reported, basically. Well, that's right uh and now Fresh of course run. he's full blown crazy it's, i mean he's obviously a little off
0: something you know something. a little
1: off uh but uh you know i he he's uh, he's quite the character
0: <laughs> well, here's here's something that we know for sure about Kanye. And and the family is saying through friends that they think he's bipolar and he's off of his meds right, right now. I don't know. I have no idea. But w- one thing we know about him is he is an attention you-know-what. He, you know, he loves attention, and he does oh, it to yeah. sell records. But what happens, if you're an attention you-know-what, uh, eventually that wears out on people. If you yeah. don't have any substance to back it up. That's why I've never, I've never felt the need for self-promotion and all of those kind of things because I let the truth stand and I let my the performance of my work stand on its own without having to be an attention, you know what? And Kanye is that and people then go to the music and go, yeah, well, it wasn't worth all of that, you know? So, <laughs> here's what Paige... Here's what page uh, six says. And by the way, Elaine's right. She's writing up here the whole family of Kardashians are are attention seekers. That's true. Uh, Here's what page six says. Kim is mortified. She has desperately been trying to help Kanye keep him calm and prevent him from having any public meltdowns. The family (laughs) believes he's having a bipolar episode. He won't take his medications because he feels they make him less creative. But go out and say that about their eldest daughter, North. she shocking. Kim is devastated. She's worked so hard to help him, but she won't let him do this to the children. Then uh, he said he got a sign from God through his laptop. He said, (laughs) my screen went black and white. And God said, if you F with my vision, I'll F with yours. Mm. And I called my girlfriend and I said, we're going to have this child. That's
1: it. Yeah. I mean, it was some pretty personal stuff. Put he, he put out there on Sunday. You know, I think any wife would kind of be a little like, oh, dear. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, as far as his, I mean, he he is an attention seeker, obviously, and you know, I mean, I but I can't really go after him for that because you know I'm on the radio and. <laughs> I right. I, I'm like you though. I I, let, I like to let my work stand for it and not go over and above that. He's one of those guys that just need. When you compare yourself to Nelson Mandela, okay, you are somebody who needs some attention. You need people paying attention to you, above and beyond your need to create your art or do whatever it is you do. And I think that's when people kind of wander off the res of uh, of sanity. Is that the need for the, the 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 addiction to fame kind of takes over? Because I think fame can be an addiction, just like heroin or, or you know booze or anything like that. People can become addicted to fame, and I, I had a, I was very lucky that I had a guy early on in my radio career, my mentor Bob, who had these wise words for me. He said, "Never start believing your own press kit." <laughs> As soon as you start believing your own BS, you're dead in the water. You 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 will not be focused on what you're supposed to be doing, which is a radio show. And so but Trey, we live in a culture right now that is fame obsessed.
0: Everybody is fame obsessed. Everybody well, wants to go viral. And they don't even care for what it's one thing uh yeah it's it's one thing if it finds you because of how good you are at what you at right. what you do and if it finds you that way that's fine but if you're out just self promoting because you have to have the attention or right. it's to sell or it's to sell a record or whatever and and if you can't back it up which eventually you're found out eventually the house of cards falls down around people who are just attention seekers he you know at one time he compared himself to to Jesus and Right. And, and it comes back to it comes it comes back to the dollar. You know <laughs> how much how much money can I make out of this thing? My 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 inspiration. Your your yours was Bob. My inspiration was my dad, and uh, he was as real as you could possibly get. Oh, yeah. And he had all the fame you could ever want. He rubbed uh, you know elbows with the most famous of the time. You know at, at that time. I didn't plan on doing this in this segment, but at that time, you know, the radio guy was the superstar, and the the singers and what have you, they were there to support the radio guy. Uh, when you have like two radio stations in a market, then the radio guy is the king daddy. And if you're, if you're gonna be a star, then he has to play your record. And so that's how they treated the, the disc jockeys of that time. So dad was always around the Elvis Presley's of the world. I told, I've told you stories about Fats Domino, guys from that era being around all the time. He was, close and personal friends with John Wayne and lived with John Wayne and made movies with him for years, but he never, ever let any of that get to his ego. He could have, and he could have justifiably thrown all right. that stuff around and been a name dropper and all that. But you know what he told me? He said, I've been around so long, boy, that I, one thing I have learned is that we all put our pants on one leg at a time.
1: <laughs> well, that's it, Ain't Nothing know. special
0: about you. It starts hitting your head, and you start thinking you're all that, and stuff is just, you know... Um, uh-uh. You think about how you put your pants on one leg at a time. That's it.
1: Well, and also, you know, in doing what we do for a living, we have access to more famous people, especially in his era. And once you realize the more famous people you meet, is they're just it's some dude. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Dude, you know, it's
0: true. <laughs> I'm just some dude. i many- just some dude. We're just a couple of dudes. <laughs> How many times have you, have you met a politician that maybe you were looking at from far away and you went, Oh my gosh, this, this, this politician is treated with kid gloves and they're, you know, uh, just so uh, high and mighty and all. And you meet them and they're an empty suit. They ain't nothing inside there. I, I,
1: politicians are a different creature for me because I, most of the politicians I've met, I had almost an instant contempt for because they are some of the most fake people you will ever meet. And and can be some of the most egocentric people you ever meet, and entitled people you ever meet. So I met a lot of celebrities, and you know it's kind of a roll of the dice. And you know this that like you know one celebrity may be really really cool, another celebrity may be a total jerk. You know you sort of have to take them one by one. Politicians, for the most part, the the humble ones and the ones who are real are the ones who stand out, because the vast majority of politicians are absolute scumbags. They they you really know what? are.
0: All garbage. those guys that that seek that fame, whether it's in politics or the music business or in, right. or you know, being a writer or whatever, whatever it is, the ones who are seeking the fame to have the fame, they're the most insecure people you'll ever meet. Oh
1: yeah, and, and like, you know? and I got I got it made because my wife just came into the room and she reminds me on a daily basis: you're not a big deal, Mister Sean, not around here. You're not a big deal. <sighs> okay, you ain't nothing. Right. She's right over there okay. giving me that look right now.
0: Okay, all <laughs> right. You think you're famous, Very but you're good. not. <laughs> All right. Well, it's Tuesday, July 21st. We could have some rain this weekend. It looks like it might be anyway with a high today of 94. We're going to get some rain in the area today. There already is some out to our east and southeast. Back in just a minute, where in Rhinel, KTS 5 have recovered and that 5,800 are still ill. So when you're dealing with you know now you're dealing with twenty one over twenty one thousand who have recovered from this, of course they want to hide that number. Of course they do. They don't want that number out there. Twenty one thousand people have recovered. They don't want you to know that. I don't know why they no bother way.
1: with that dashboard. I really don't. You know it's it's the, they change it every other day to emphasize what they want to emphasize and de-emphasize what they want to de-emphasize. And it's so painfully obvious. It's it's like it's like he's still continuing to avoid the whole protester connection say well we just didn't oh, yeah. do a good enough you jo- guys just didn't do enough do a good enough job during july 4th it's your right. fault it's always our fault we're always disappointing ron you know what you disappoint us on a daily basis pal okay well and here's this the question a, a clown
0: dance here's the question what has he done to stop it what has uh nelson wolf done nothing they haven't done anything to stop this or mitigate it. And, and all the left want to do is they want to yell at Trump. And Trump's, by the way, bringing back the daily briefings today. Well, right. the president hadn't done anything. You know, here's what's ridiculous with these people. Think about this for a second. They're screaming because he wants to bring in his people to bring law and order back to these Marxist Democrat cities, right? Right. Oh no, we can't have federal troops in here. That's all Nazi land. If he does that, that's Hitlerist. That's Nazi land. If he's doing this from, you know, a federal response. No, no, no. We're supposed to take care of our own areas. And five minutes later, they will say, we need a national mask order and a national (laughs) lockdown order from the president. Huh? Say what? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? We don't
1: want him coming into our cities and doing what we can't no. possibly can't do for ourselves or unwilling to do. Right. But we right. sure as hell want him to tell everybody to start wearing masks.
0: Yes, and lock down.
1: And, and close I'm the country you, down. As soon as he would do that, they'd be like, I can't believe he's got us all wearing masks. You said it. You know, it would be the exact opposite. You know, they're so of full course. of crap.
0: Yeah, The, the, the cities yeah. are
1: going, they're being taken over. We're losing territory to a domestic threat. That's right. You that got is it. That's precisely what's going on.
0: They're taking you know, the cities.
1: They're taking the cities. And the mayor's are doing nothing zone. about it.
0: Forget Chop Zone. They're taking over entire cities. That's what Portland and Seattle are, are all about right now. The criminals run Chicago. You can forget about there being law and order in Chicago. The gangs own Chicago. Somebody's got to do something about it because children are dying. And let me tell you what. It's black children who are dying for the most part in these inner cities. And the parents are screaming for the president to step in and do something about it because they've turned to their mayors and their governors and their mayors and their governors aren't doing squat and they refuse to do squat. My 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 point is that hypocrisy is just so stupid because they'll sit there and they'll scream and cry if the president's going to make a move on something like that, but then they turn around and they say, well, we want a federal mask mandate. We want a federal lockdown mandate. You can't have it both ways, guys. You just can't.
1: You know what it is. They've just lost their way. I mean, the overall plan is firmly in place. But I think a lot of Democrats have just lost their way. They just don't even know what the hell they're doing at this point. Their own agenda contradicts itself on a regular basis. You, you look at many of the, the, the like in Portland and, and Seattle, where the, the the protest violence is going on. Because Baltimore and, and Chicago, you're dealing with protest violence, but you're really also dealing with crime off the charts because they don't know cops are going to show up. Okay, in Portland and Seattle, you have protester violence. And if you watch the video, they're mostly white kids. This is supposed no, to be Black sure. Lives Matter.
0: Right. We were
1: watching video last night uh, out of, I think, uh, uh, Portland. And they're a bunch of white kids
0: running around. They're not even Black Lives Matter. Well, and they were doing this before George Floyd. So this was not something that just came about because of George Floyd. All right, let me uh, bring something back here that's local, too, because I I loved reading all about this cat fight uh, between Bridger and Emmerich. Uh, This was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah, right, 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 right. So anyway, uh, the emails are out, and they were going back and forth at each other. And Bridger didn't like Emmerich, and Emmerich didn't like Bridger. And she didn't like him talk didn't didn't like her talking to the boss without going through her. And she wrote right. memos about needing somebody in the middle of us. Now we need a mediator to come in here and all that. But the the the, the one section that really stood out to me is What what was this all about? In one of Bridger's first coaching sessions with Emmerich. Bridger said she has to. She had to ask Emrick to stop putting her hands on her, according to the email. <laughs> Say what? Say what? Hands what are these coaching sessions what? like? I've been. What the you know, I, I grew up in athletics, and then of course in this business you have coaches too. I. You know, I've never had a coach sitting in a coaching session putting his or her hands all over me. i did it's just, that that's that's a weird uh, coaching session. Yeah, sort of a Bidenesque uh, uh, coaching style. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but I, I want to know more. I, you know, what, yeah, what was that relationship like? That the two of these, you know, she got her hands all over me. Did you, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Certain,
1: certain Peyton Place quality about all this. <laughs> you know that's I mean? weird. <laughs> kind of a soap opery. You know, who, what is he laying the hands on? What what happened to back massage?
0: I don't know. I have I mean, no I've never clue. Been coached.
1: Just go- I've never been in sports, <laughs> so I don't know how far this goes. Right, I don't know.
0: Yeah, right. I had to get
1: a little uh, instruction when I uh, uh, did the jello wrestling, but that was a long time ago. Yeah,
0: well, of course. Beyond that, I've never been well, coached, so I don't know. They put their hands on you? What are they? Well, I had a face mask grabbed one time. That happened right. only one time. You know, look at me. Look at me. You know, that kind of thing. But uh, right. I, I don't ever recall like you know can i rub your shoulders <laughs> you, know, <laughs> temple. you seem a little tense can i rub your temples i have no idea i i, I would like to know more about this p- specific coaching that's session a little,
1: yeah, i would like to kind of know a little bit more about that too that's uh, that's yeah. some weird crap there
0: yeah that's different <laughs> that's, that's different <laughs> it is it's a little different <laughs> we'll take a break we'll come back more wearing rhyme on you and get a quote now Bringing America back. Get what you need to know at KTSA.com.
1: How about Chicago? I read the numbers were many people killed over the weekend. We're looking at Chicago, too. We're looking at New York.
0: Hey, Rima, get your hands hey. off me. Get your hands your off me. Your neck
1: muscles seem a little tight there, Trey. So I well,
0: I, I appreciate that, that, but... I have a hired hand for that, and you ain't it. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> oh, but it, you know what? It's, it is not easy working, sitting here every day with a guy who looks like Brad Pitt. This is tough. So, Who's that? thanks for putting me through that. You, uh, I have to sit here every day looking at a guy who looks like Brad Pitt. He's a, he's a knock, uh, folks, he's a knockoff for Brad Pitt. He looks just like him, right, in every respect. <laughs> it's, uh, I was thinking more Jack Black, but you know that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black and I have a lot of
1: similarities, <laughs> physically and <laughs> mentally.
0: <laughs> it's eight twenty at KTSA, So hit me, man. What you got? Baseball has gone political. Gone. Yes, it has. I, I
1: didn't mention this on our show yesterday, but I, over the weekend I watched my first new baseball game. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched about a half hour, the Mets versus the Yankees, and I don't give a crap about either team. But it's weird because they have cutouts of people, paper cutouts in the chairs. That's so stupid. Behind home plate. That is plate. so
0: stupid. Thank you, NASCAR, and for the, not doing that.
1: And then they have, and then they pan out, and the stadium's empty. And they, <laughs> they pipe in. They're, they're overlapping. They're, they're editing in crowd noise.
0: Oh, my God. It's stupid. very
1: stinking surreal, man. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and now because the first Astros game is coming up Friday, and I'm going to watch it because I'm a Texas baseball fan, and I watch whether they're uh-huh. cheating or not. I watch the damn games. The are you going to watch the, uh, but, are you
0: watch the, the Rangers? The, I am.
1: I, I will. I the will. The Rangers? I will. How racist of you. You're such a uh, but, racist. But the San Francisco Giants. But one thing I've said consistently, right? There's no politics in baseball. It hasn't happened. Bull crap! Bull it's crap! It's all over the San Francisco Giants. took a knee during a preseason. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, a preseason game uh, this yeah. week? Start Star preseason. the a preseason last night. Yep. yep. And, or or the last night, and and you know. Yep. I hate it. I, I just hate mm-hmm. it. It's the whole reason yep. I watch stinking baseball is to get away from the stinking politics. And sure, it's found its way. Things are weird enough, guys, and now you got to go political, and the league is oh, backing course. them up. That's their right. Right. Take they tweeted last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm very. I'm very upset. It really. Well, I mean, I'm and, serious. It really. It's the one thing in life I like, oh, that I like oh, to do. No. That is politics free, and now here it is.
0: No, no, it's for real. I'm I'm with you, man, totally. And and the same thing is true on Thursday night. They're going to begin the season Thursday night playing 60 games, and... The left views Anthony Fauci as a nemesis of President Trump. They're always, always trying to pit those two against each other. Always. And those two, they always say, there's no issue between us. We have very frank discussions. Look, Fauci's no wuss, right? And we know Trump being a New Yorker. So they get into a room and they go, and then they walk out of the room. But it's not like they have an animus between each other. But the left is always, MSNBC. You know, Fauci's a brave hero in America, and Trump's just a little bitty jerk. You know that kind of thing. Well, on Thursday night, who's throwing out the opening pitch for the for the season? Anthony Fauci. Oh, Anthony Fauci. I Anthony didn't know that. Fa- what? You just what made my yeah. day
1: worse? Are you serious? Yeah. What political yes. acts, man?
0: Uh, what has he got to do with baseball? You know, nothing. the only reason they're doing the only reason they're doing it is to uh, 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 to Donald uh, Trump, right man. there. That's what they just try to do to him.
1: What's left, man? Uh, you know, nothing. Roller derby, you know. I, I just it, it's, nothing.
0: There's yeah, nothing really, left. It, it
1: really is depressing to me that you can't even escape it. There, I mean, uh, you know, it's it, and and it's it, it, it's it's sign of the times in in that everything is political now.
0: That's right. It's infected every everything.
1: aspect of freaking life is political right now. You, you know what can't I did yesterday? It.
0: You know what happened to me yesterday? I, I'm on Instagram, and, and Howard Stern is on my Instagram, right? So right. those videos of Howard's show will come up on there. Well, guess who he had on yesterday? Natalie Maines, right? Now uh, these are the chicks, or the Dixie Chicks, or the no, chicks that so were the stupid. Dixie Chicks, formerly known as Dixie Chicks, but now the chicks or whatever. She uh, can't say two words without being political, right? And her job is to sing, shut up, sing a freaking song, right? No, no. Her whole thing is political. I can't watch it. Yeah, it, can't it, it's,
1: it's, 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 it's like a virus that's infected our entire society. Yeah. And I, and I personally blame social media and the architects of social media to a greater or lesser extent because it was designed, as we now know, not only as a psychological drug, but as a political weapon. Of course. was there from day one. It wasn't just about meeting girls, you know, in between the dorm buildings. You know, it was a bit more than that. And uh, you're seeing it because politics have always been personal to a certain extent. But I think in previous eras, people lived their lives. They didn't live every second. You and I didn't live our lives 24 hours a day being political back in the 80s and the 90s. Okay. Nope. Social media comes around. Politics now is extraordinarily personal. (sighs) But in that, I pr- but you know what else? criticism people now take personally.
0: know, now you know you can't get rid of it. I can't get away from it because it's in your sports, it's in your music, it's Ugh. been in the movies, it's been in the movies, right, yeah. for a long time. TV, but where else television. is it? Where else is it? Where else is it? What politics? Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. How, how food, about how the about restaurant any, uh, you eat at? You know, that's political. I, I, okay. Okay, how about, how about when you go to Walmart and you're standing there and, and you're looking at the paint and all of a sudden some women come up with their cameras and they start screaming at you, right, right. while you're Ugh. at Walmart. I thought I could be politically free and go to Walmart. Remember that old boy from last week? You what can't even go to the paint section you yes, right. yes, Escape
1: politics in the paint section at Walmart. It even finds and, you there. And it
0: finds you. Right, exactly. Ugh. All right. So, uh, here's a question for you. What's that? Here's a question for you. <laughs> I, I, if I could stream music directly into your brain, uh, would you be into it? No. Where you no. wouldn't? You no. You would not have to have a radio or a, a phone me out or
1: no, no, I No, I, no I, I know. No, I don't want music pumped directly into my brain. But a you lot don't. of people would. Are you sure?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know what it is, the story This is, is yeah. uh, Elon Musk, who is, by the way, he just climbed up another notch in the world's wealthiest. I think Elon Musk is a, I, I'm not like this fan, I'm just, I i just telling you as an observer, I think he is a world changer. Yeah. Uh, I watched SpaceX launch another rocket yesterday that was funded by South Korea. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's sending these things up every 10 minutes, right? I mean, he's right. just, you know. And now he's got this Neuralink thing I was telling you about last week where he says, you know, common things you know we were talking about bipolar and depression earlier and all that kanye west stuff he says a lot of that can be cured with this Neuralink. he said your thoughts will be able to control a computer you'll be able to think it and the computer will do it whatever it is and i believe that because right now i've got these devices and a lot of people do it, in their homes where you say stuff i can't say her name because she'll start to do stuff but you know what I, alexa yeah, i know alexa, what you mean yeah so you, you say Alexa, and she starts to do stuff. Well, you, uh, the day is coming where you're just going to think it, and the computer's going to do no. it. And now Elon said yesterday, oh, yeah, with Neuralink, I'll be able to stream music right into your brain. No, no. directly to you. I, no,
1: no. Not for not, you know, look, look at the little pukes today. Everybody's got the little white headphones.
0: Uh-huh. Just walking about doing
1: their day. People are constantly want to jams on. So there are a lot of people. That would be very popular. For people you to just pump it. that stuff directly into your brain. I don't know, man. I like to listen to music on my radio on my on my speakers while I'm driving down the highway. Right. I don't sit and listen to music on my headphones anymore.
0: You know, I, I want to be so, in the world. You want to get really freaky and then we got a break. So if if they can pump music directly into your brain, how much longer before they can just take your brain over?
1: Right? Yeah, and pump other stuff in your brain, like, you know, exactly. vote yeah. this way.
0: Yeah, you got it. You got it. Exactly right. All right. Bottom of the hour break with where Dave Ramsey sent you. San Antonio's news, traffic and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: So what he did was to use the awesome power of commutation as part of the pardon power of the president. Uh, to basically shut up Roger Stone. Yeah. Uh, so that Roger Stone would not uh, spill any more beans about what actually happened and how much Donald Trump actually knew.
0: Yeah. Don't you love hearing her? Her voice is
1: like nails on, on a chalkboard to me. It's like somebody stepping on a cat. It just ugh. Yeah.
0: It's, it's actually worse than that. You know, when is she just going to stop? You know, what she was talking about was the commutation of uh, Roger Stone and how Donald Trump is just abusing his office. He's abusing his office. Every time he's running around, he's abusing his (laughs) office. And Nancy Pelosi, you know, don't drink her Kool-Aid because it makes you walk funny, but Nancy Pelosi is uh, trying to get uh, Congress to pass something that's going to limit the presidential power of the the pardon and, and commutation. Well you know here's the here's the wiggy wog with all this i like to do research i like to see exactly what the story is instead of just listening to Hillary Clinton, and then it's repeated you know on their marxist news media so let's look at numbers shall we total presidential pardons and sentence commutations let's go back to jimmy cotta He did 563. Ronald Reagan did 406. George H.W. Bush did 77. Her hubby, Bill Clinton, 457. (laughs) Including, by the way, including Mark Rich, look that name up, and his wife. All right? Mm -hmm. And I believe Hillary's brother. So look all that up. George W. Bush did 200. Barack Obama. 1927. <laughs> oh, oh it gets better. I knew it was higher. I didn't know it was that high. Oh, One thousand oh, nine hundred twenty seven. And you wanna hear the you wanna hear what the real abuser has done? Donald Trump is the real abuser, according yeah. to her? Thirty seven. Thirty six. Thirty six. <laughs> Thirty six.
1: You know, they're so full of crap. It's, I don't even know how they can uncross their eyes.
0: Her husband, her husband, Ugh. 457. Right. Barack Obama, she was in his, in his, uh, administration. He did 1,927. Donald Trump, 36. Totally. Hey, but it's because
1: of Donald Trump, we need this, we need to amend this, uh, this executive Correct. action. This executive right. ability. What mm-hmm. a bunch of pukes, man. You know, and the thing is, they don't, the people like you and, and me and the folks listening who will do the research in like 30 seconds and find out they're full of crap, they really don't care if guys like you and me know they're full of crap. Again, oh, no. they're just playing to the moron crowd. The moron crowd will go, well, Donald sure. Trump's worse than anybody else because that's what Nancy Pelosi says. You know, well, or or, Hillary. Then, let me throw Hillary a brick, you know, or Hillary, or Hillary right. said it. And they don't think
0: they'll they go any deeper than that. They're playing to the morning. crowd. you know crowd. Why? Because why? Morning Joe will will repeat Ugh. it. He'll, he'll parrot right. what Hillary said. He won't get off his lazy ass and do his own research and find out the numbers under Barack Obama were about 2,000 commutations and pardons under President Trump, 36. 36. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, it, it, this is just a good old-fashioned Donald Trump hatred. And we got to go after him for everything we could possibly go after him for. And watching these pukes who every single... Hearing Hillary Clinton accuse Donald Trump of abusing his office when she abused the hell out of her office at Secretary of State, at the State Department, is a joke. Nancy Pelosi has enriched herself over decades uh, using her position. Uh, You know, these people are mollusks. They're lizards. And, uh, and they don't care which smart people know it as long as the morons keep showing up to their rallies. You know, that's all that matters. The moron quote or quotient is all they care about because you and I, everybody else knows how full of crap they are.
0: Totally. All right, another break. We're coming right back. More Warren Rima here on KTSA. Your friends at Shirts Funeral Home are there for you anytime you need them. I've actually called them two, three o'clock in the morning and they do respond and get busy right then and right there. That's the way they do it at Shirts Funeral Home. They've always done it that way. They've always been the most compassionate and caring people I've ever dealt with. At a time when you are trying to arrange a funeral for somebody that you love, that's exactly what you need. You need a lot of understanding and somebody who can explain stuff to you, particularly if you've never done it before, you know? That's a weird thing. You've never done, you've never had to plan a funeral before, and you, what do I do? You know, i got a million questions here. And some you don't even know to ask, right? And that's what they do at Shirts Funeral Home, is they just easily guide you through the process to help you get to where you need to be in planning that funeral that's going to be honoring to your deceased loved one and to your family and your family's traditions and everything else. The other thing that is really important is pre-planning and pre-need. I've talked about that a million times with you. Please do that, too, with Shirts Funeral Home. Two ten 5 itunes or spotify new york can't do it on its own it's new york and it's savannah and it's california and it's ohio
1: and it's maine
0: uh. what uh. what uh. it it's just grating it at this point isn't it it is i wish you would just yeah. stop that voice why do just you think I left quit. the east coast that's why i came out yeah. here no kidding Get seriously It's 850, it's Wearing Rima, KTSA, KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni, presenting Operation Interdependence 2020, now through August 7th, collecting the needed items to send to our troops deployed around the world. For a complete list of those items needed and drop-off locations, go to KTSA.com, brought to you in part by Airtron, Alamo Water Softeners, Window World, the Institute for Functional Health, and all the good folks that are helping to put that on. All right, man, hit me. What's up? Well, this may
1: be shocking to you. Uh, okay. What I'm about to tell you, it has to do with some research. I'll try to Uh-oh. hold your surprise. Okay. Now we you're scaring. A study me. out of the Michigan of Michigan State University and California State University at Fullerton that says they claim their research shows the heaviest users of social media have personalities that enjoy angering and embarrassing others. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. They studied 472.
1: Uh-huh. We all know 472 <laughs> university students were tracked on Snapchat and Facebook, which right now are the two top social media platforms. Right. And they found that users displaying, and this is from the Fast Company article, users displaying addictive behavior were also more likely to be motivated, to be cruel and callous, and to use others for personal gain yeah wow There you go That's a shocker that's mm-hmm. it. you know what the but the, you know what the problem is I know I've said this before in my when you look at the city the the unrest in the cities and the violence in the cities is that for the longest time, I thought the fear is that we were gonna give up our actual lives for our digital our our online lives our avatars if you mm-hmm. will. And what I'm seeing now, maybe you have too, is it's almost like the opposite is having is is coming is is happening, in that we are becoming in the real world who we are on social media. Sure. I mean, I really think that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic mm-hmm. and the uh, civil unrest have have uh, have brought out our our the worst, uh, the dark angels of all of us, and we're becoming our online personas in real time. Because people are now enjoying being cruel and embarrassing each other in the real world. And, uh, you know, that's troubling stuff, man.
0: This prime example is the guy that we just talked about in the paint department at walmart you know years ago and i won't even go back as far as before social media but years ago not that far ago nobody would ever have thought about doing that to somebody no. else to another human being where you're just gonna you know pull out your camera and i'm going to embarrass you as much as i can and put this on social media and and, and then the next thing you know there's six or seven Gathering around this poor guys just want all he do. He just wanted a brush, you know. He's just <laughs> hunting for a brush, right? Well, and all all of a somebody, there's yeah, you know, these chicks <laughs> show up, you know,
1: screaming at him with their camera phones out, right? You know, I mean, look at look at when somebody gets beat up. Look when like when like a like three or four people rush somebody and just beat the crap out of him. You got eight or nine people standing around with their cameras up, with their phones out, recording it. You know, enjoying it. Our pain, each other's pain, has become entertainment yeah our, our suffering has become content, and uh, I, I think that's what's adding fuel to the fire of, of what we're seeing in uh, in Seattle and Portland. You oh, sure know, it is. with the crime violence in Baltimore and, and Chicago. you know Absolutely. It's, it's just a meanness. It's not even theft, you know I mean I, I'm not trying to explain people stealing or theft. But at least it's a reason. Now you have people just doing horrible things to each other and to their private uh, business or their private property just to do it. There's well, not even a reason it, to
0: it. Isn't it the ultimate in reality television? Right? Yeah. Real uh, life uh, when reality has has te- become that. Yeah. When reality television came out, we all knew it was all scripted, man. You know, the first right. one was Survivor, and we knew they wrote all that crap, and they had written the sc- the, sc- the scenes and all that. And all they made it seem like, oh, no, we didn't. Yeah, they did. It was all scripted. And so people looked at all that, and all the crap that started coming up on MTV was all scripted. All reality television was all scripted, all laid out. And now, though it's not, you're taking misery and you're broadcasting misery to as many people as you can. The police officers in Chicago two nights ago is prime example where they loaded up the water bottles and threw, you know, frozen water bottles at them and firecrackers. That's the new thing is, uh, and this is where it becomes very criminal. They're taking firecrackers or fireworks which could kill somebody, and they're throwing them in the midst of these people, and particularly with police officers, and they're throwing urine, and God knows what's in that urine, you know, on these officers. Seriously, I mean, you've got people that are infected with God knows what, and are throwing their urine on these police officers. And while people stand around with their phones, and they film it all, and put it on social media, instead of thinking for one second, maybe I ought to put the phone down and help these guys out. Oh, no, my job is to film it
1: yeah you know it's 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 deeply weird it's 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 sociopathic uh yeah. and it's and it's the future <laughs> well it's the present right now
0: well you know, yeah, if they, don't don't know, if they don't do something
1: about it it's going to keep going on and it's going to get worse and worse you know i mean it's going to it's already starting to spill into the suburbs
0: but well, it, it i'm real definitely
1: has the the fuel to it is social media
0: I'm real close to resigning it, to resigning from social media. I'm real close right, to it right? Uh, in all aspects. And if I don't resign from it in, in total, I'm real close to just limiting who's on my social media accounts, people that I actually have daily interaction with or at least monthly interaction with, but people that I don't know. Um, and I'm real close to just saying, you know what, I appreciate it, but got to go uh because to me i i, I look at this i want to i want to find things that will enhance and better my life and I'm, I'm trying to find a value in this that enhances and better my betters my life and i can't find it <laughs> it's just not there <laughs> i you know i agree and
1: i i i'm i, I i'm kind of it's slightly a little a little different just recently and this is a recent development because up until maybe about a week or so ago i was right there with you and that god i wish i could just get off this i do enjoy being able to